0: Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of this three-part series for our podcast. We will be going over some of the most interesting unsolved murders that are known about to date. Uh, It'll be a three-part series for this topic. um, And we'll go over three to four different murders in each episode each episode will range to about 10 minutes long. So jumping right into that, uh, the very first series of murders that we have are by Jack the Ripper. Now, Jack the Ripper was never identified. And all of the murders that were attributed to Jack the Ripper have never been solved, um, which is what makes this case very interesting. So it started in the mid-19th century when Britain experienced an influx of Irish immigrants who swelled the populations of the major cities, uh, including the East End of London. Uh, there was a lot of hate and violence going on, going on in this area. Uh, 55% of children born in the East End died before they were even five years old. Uh, robbery, violence, and alcohol dependency were extremely common, and the endemic poverty drove many women to prostitution to survive on a daily basis. Um, Now, The economic problems in Whitechapel were accompanied by a steady rise in social tensions. Between 1886 and 1889, frequent demonstrations led to police intervention and public unrest such as Bloody Sunday, uh, which was a crime of anti-Semitism. along with many other cases of crime, nativism, uh, racism, social disturbance, and severe deprivation influenced public perceptions that Whitechapel was a notorious den of immorality. Uh, Such perceptions were strengthened in the autumn of 1888 when the series of vicious and grotesque murders attributed to Jack the Ripper received unprecedented coverage in the media. So there were a large number of attacks on prostitutes. Between August 7th and November 10th of 1888, five women were killed in the Whitechapel district of London's East End. They were found with their throats slashed and their bodies mutilated in a way that indicated they all met their fates at the hands of the same person. One victim's kidney was even mailed to the police, along with a series of taunting notes penned by someone calling himself Jack the Ripper. Serial murder at this time was relatively new, and the attacks were highly publicized in the media. The law's failure to identify the killer led to such an outcry that both the Home Secretary and London Police Commissioner resigned in disgrace. Jack the River, whoever he was, has been the subject of hundreds of books and articles. And the theories surrounding his identity vary from a covert Masonic plot to a member of the royal family. Now, there is a list of suspects that people have suspected, and uh, I will go over that list now. The very first suspect that they had on the list is Montag Druitt. He's a barista with knowledge of human anatomy, which means that the bodies that were found with surgical level precision, um, they would be acquitted to him. Rumored to be insane, he disappeared after the last murder, and his body was found later floating in the River Thames. The second suspect that they had on their list was George Chapman. He was a barber who lived in Whitechapel during the time of the murders, and he was also later found guilty of poisoning three of his wives. Next, and our final suspect on this list, is Aaron Kaminsky. He was also a Whitechapel resident, known for his affinity for prostitutes, but he was hospitalized in an asylum several months after the last murder. Now, jumping straight back into it after learning about uh, Jack the Ripper, we're going to be learning about one that is personally one of my favorites to read about. Uh, I've seen a lot of the movies that have been released. I believe there's two or three. Uh, There's also been a couple TV shows. This is none other than the Zodiac Killer. The self-proclaimed Zodiac Killer was directly linked to at least five murders in Northern California in 1968 and 1969 and may have been responsible for more. He taunted police and made threats through letters sent to area newspapers from 1969 to 1974 before abruptly ceasing communication. Despite intensive investigations, no one was ever arrested for the crimes and the case remains open to this day. The mysteries surrounding the murders have been subject to numerous books and movies, including director David Fincher's acclaimed 2007 feature Zodiac. This is the movie I was referencing earlier. It's a great movie. I highly recommend you guys go check that out. If this sounds interesting. On August 1st, First, 1969, the San Francisco Examiner, San Francisco Chronicle, and Vallejo Times Herald each received an identical handwritten letter in an envelope without a return address. Beginning, Dear Editor, I am the killer of the two teenagers last Christmas at Lake Ermine. The letters contained details from the Zodiac killer's murders that only the killer could have known. The killer went on to threaten further attacks if the letters weren't printed on the front page of the newspapers. Each letter closed with a symbol consisting of a circle with a cross in it in what would come to be known as the Zodiac Killer Symbol. The letters were also accompanied by one part of a three-part cipher that he claimed contained his identity. Now, while Bay Area Police Departments, with the support of the FBI, worked feverishly to track down the killer, another letter soon arrived at the San Francisco Examiner, beginning, Dear Editor, this is the Zodiac speaking, end quote, It also described the murders in detail and taunted police for not being able to crack his coat or catch him. Several days later, high school teacher Donald Harden and his wife, Betty, were unable or were able to solve the cipher, which read, quote unquote, I like killing people because it is so much fun. End quote. Quote, it is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all. End quote. Three days after the fourth known Zodiac killing, the 1969 murder of taxi driver Paul Stein, the San Francisco Chronicle received a letter claiming the crime. Written in the same erratic print as the Zodiac's previous letters, it gave the details of Stein's murder and was accompanied by a bloody scrap of Stein's shirt. And at the end of the letter, the killer mused that he would next shoot out the tire of a school bus and quote-unquote, pick off the kitties as they come bouncing out. Now, I'm going to pause for a second. Uh, If you can't tell already, the Zodiac killer, he was very um, narcissistic. He was very full of himself. And despite him not being caught to this day, he angered the San Francisco Police Department heavily. They were very, very frustrated that they were not able to catch him. And now continuing on talking about him, uh, the Zodiac Killer continued his taunting correspondence with Bay Area papers in which he included more ciphers, claimed to have committed several more murders, and mocked the police for, the, for their inability to catch him. Although, in 1974, the letters completely stopped, but the investigation has not. Now, as I stated previously, there's been multiple Zodiac Killer movies, uh, the most popular one coming out in 2007, directed by David Fincher. There was also one in 1971. Um, And then there was also one in 2017. Uh, It was a TV show. It was called The Hunt for the Zodiac Killer. And it was basically investigators trying to decipher the Zodiac Killer's codes that he left behind. Now, some of his victims were... uh, spread all throughout california uh to date there are four separate attacks that have been definitely attributed to the zodiac killer um if you want to read more in detail about that it's a very quick google um but as i said his main shtick i guess you could say was his letters that he left behind uh his ciphers actually And just recently, if I can bring this up, the Zodiac Killer Cypher was solved. Uh, One of them was, because as I stated before, there was four. Um, And I think a computer actually just recently solved one. Yeah, so last year, December 11th of 2020, uh, it was known as the 340 Cypher. It was cracked by code experts 51 years after it was originally released, but it contained no indication as to who he was um, as he said they were. And he is still not caught to this day. That is actually going to end the first episode. We covered two unsolved murderies in this episode. Next episode, we will be going over the death of Edgar Allan Poe and the death of Tupac Shakur and the Notorious B.I.G. I I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, uh, stay tuned to the next episode.